Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Fan Fight Podcast. I am Danielle Riendo, the EIC and MMA fan extraordinaire here at fanbite.com. And I'm joined, as always, by my friend and wrestling section head, LB Hunk Tears. How are you, LB? What is up, Danielle? Uh, I just told you off the air that I'm retired because I stayed up all night thinking about Hereditary, a <laughs> podcast episode about which I think is coming out Monday. Monday? Probably Monday. So yeah, I think you can Monday. <laughs> big uh, Danielle plus Hunk Tears fans can look forward to that. How are you doing, yeah. Danielle? I'm all right. I've got two doggies behind me who are asleep. Oh, that's uh, so cute of them. Yeah, and I've got a kitten who, well, she's a, she's a regular cat. She's not a kitten anymore, but she's a perma kitten. So I call her the kitten because she's so tiny. She is sleeping really happily in a bed, like a, sm- a soft pet bed that the dog has been using for like the last two years and she hasn't shown much interest in it until lately. And now she's doing biscuits on it. She's curled up and sleeping on it. So I've got like so so many cute animals in this, in this room, just sleeping away. It's very cute. Well, I don't have any cute animals, but what I do have is one of the great cute animals. Uh, Instead of watching a match this week. Yeah. uh, So like, uh, Fan fights, New Japan coverage, genius, friend of the show and friend of the me, Emily Pratt, uh, <laughs> sent me a message the other day asking if I'd seen this, like, uh, <laughs> Hiromu Takahashi YouTube video that is titled, A Video That Overturns the Concept of Breakfast. Uh, that's the trans, that's the, um, the Google translation, at least. Yeah. And I hadn't. And I thought, you know what? I don't really feel like watching any wrestling matches this week. Uh, <laughs> I want to watch Hiromu Takahashi's YouTube channel. Uh, so that's what we, we looked. We watched uh, a couple videos uh, from his YouTube. Um, Hiromu Takahashi, for the, the unfamiliar, uh, is the junior heavyweight champion of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, he's a genius of the entire, like, every aspect of wrestling he's good at. So, like, the aesthetic, the character, the in-ring work. Uh, And he does, like, I've mentioned this before on the show that, like, right now I don't really want to see wrestling. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is cool that I think there are some places that are doing it with a modicum of safety. But, uh, like, it just stresses me out and reminds me of all people who are working right now who shouldn't be working. Um, Yeah, of course. And all the unnecessary risks that people are being forced to take stuff like that. But what I do want to see is wrestlers doing cute shit at home, (laughs) such as this fucking like this, the video that overturns the concept of breakfast. Yeah. Do uh, what did you, so these these don't have English subtitles. What did you make of this, Danielle? Oh boy. Well, I just first and foremost appreciate the sort of mise-en-scene of this whole thing. Uh, do you want to do you want to like set up what happens here? Sure. So we have this lovely little kitchen. We've got Hiromu coming out, uh, presumably waking up in the morning in his pajamas. Uh, <laughs> the the, he, the PJs are so cute. Just can I just say that the outfit helps a lot? It really here? does. He's wearing like PJs with it's like brown dotted, but with like the little cuffs and collars PJs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, one of the, again, this is, I have this Google translated, so I have no, I cannot say how uh, accurate these translations are, but 
one of the hashtags, the hashtags on this are Harumi Takahashi, breakfast, and pajamas like grandma. <laughs> so, Good. <laughs> yeah. The pajamas are, a, are, are featured aspects here. Uh, yeah. So he gets up, he yawns adorably, and uh, puts an apron on and gets to work making like a very nice looking breakfast. He's got yeah. rice from the rice cooker. He looks like he's heating up some soup uh, in a, on the stove. And he sits down with his breakfast in front of him. He's got soup, a little fish piece, rice, a little pickled plum, an egg, and then uh, something I... I can't quite recognize it's like a little side dishy thing yeah. and maybe tea is my guess for the drink because it is a brown liquid in a whiskey glass but i'm assuming it's not or is that a tall glass whatever it doesn't matter he pulls out a uh like a kind of bullet style blender and then takes his beautiful breakfast <laughs> and piece by piece puts it into the blender <laughs> Uh, it, it's like this. It has this very nice color on it. It's edited very professionally. It's got like cursive typography, identifying yeah. all the uh, all the ingredients as he pours them into the blender. And yeah, he blends it, pours it into a glass, and then drinks his liquid version. Yeah. Sorry, I always forget I have this alarm that goes off at 11.15 and that I need to not have on when I record <laughs> podcasts. And that's at 11. Um, sorry, Jordan. Uh, so, okay. Yeah, he then takes this beautiful breakfast, this once beautiful breakfast, and drinks it because it is now a liquid. And so... Uh, that's the video yeah and then there's credits <laughs> my biggest note for the whole thing other than the the sort of just general misinson of it like of it being just beautifully crafted and shot and edited is how long the shot is where he just drinks it's so long like the it's... whole the whole thing almost like just he just just drinks it he just pours it down his throat and he just doesn't stop and the camera just doesn't stop and he just keeps drinking it all these things this egg and and fish and miso and and maybe tea and maybe uh you know some rice it, like it's just he doesn't stop and it goes all over his mouth and his beautiful mustache and his beautiful little beard and like he's so happy he's, he's so drinking happy it for a full minute yeah, and it's it just like, the camera just holds on his face as he <sighs> drinks down this nightmare concoction. And like it's such a like one thing I love about it is the rest, a lot of wrestling stuff feels like dumb kids shit in general. Know, just like surreal stuff stupid boys do. Like and this, this is, is Maya Darren meshes in the afternoon. <laughs> right? This is like Maya Darren as like a, a dumb, a dumb eleven-year-old boy grows up and be, and is inspired by Maya Darren, but it still does stupid <laughs> shit. Like it's like so beautifully and tenderly made. Um, with so, like so much intention. No, I don't think he even puts the tea in. I think it's just. I think that's just his second beverage. Oh my gosh, <laughs> He's just Romeo. double fisted it. You know? Romeo, why? <laughs> 
weird and delightful. And like a lot of his stuff, I just am, I'm just so excited about him. Yeah. I, I just love the smile on his face for most of this. Like he's like slightly confused at first. Like he's still sleepy. He's making breakfast. He's yeah. also it just the kitchen itself is is so cute. It's so cozy. It's compact, but so neat and cozy and lovely. So again, just set design does so much here. Set design. I'm assuming this is his kitchen. Oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) I'm just going to speak about it as if there's a production designer here. (laughs) Um, And just the joy and delight. It's like a quiet delight. Yeah. Just a quiet and wonderful delight of someone having a beautiful moment. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna admit something to you. I have a smoothie every day. Oh I'm yeah. Smoo- what's it, what's in your person. smoothie? What's what's in now, your smoothie? Now it's none of these things. I will I will be upfront about the fact that it's none of these things. Most of my smoothies are some sort of frozen fruit, a whole bunch of uh, vegan protein powder, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. some almond coconut milk. I prefer that uh, quite a bit. Uh, and occasionally, if I'm feeling spicy. I might put a, a, a drop, you know, just like a tiny bit of maple syrup in there if I'm feeling like, hey, it might be a cheat day today. I might throw a little yeah, of that yeah. in there. Oh, but yeah. And then some ice to, to make sure it stays real nice and cold and, and delicious. So um, the frozen fruit is not icy enough for you. Like it's icy and good, but I like to have a little extra ice, you know, so I want it to stay what's cold. What's your frozen fruit concoction time. here? Because I'm actually, I'm also a smoothie person. I'm not an everyday smoothie person. Sure, unless, sure. It's, unless it's like really hot out. Uh-huh, uh, in the yep. summer, and then I will often be an everyday smoothie person. I wasn't the summer. Do you want to talk about what's in your smoothie? Uh, so I'm also a frozen fruit person. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah. I do frozen fruit, uh, regular milk, uh, oats. Oh. I do a cup uh, or half a cup of oats um, instead of like a protein powder because protein powder makes me sleepy. Uh, oh, weird. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not, you're not weird. I'm just saying, like, it's what odd, an effect. Yeah protein powder unless, I, unless it's just like protein powder on its own and like water um which ah, i'm not okay. gonna which is not something i can do that doesn't sound there delicious. was a yeah there was a period of time where i was like i'm gonna do i'm gonna have protein powder and almonds every few hours and that's how i eat and then sometimes i'll have vegetables too and like uh yeah. honestly then my that was the best my energy level has ever been in my life. But I also had no pleasure at all in the in the world of eating. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a weird yeah. little machine. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, it's it's hard to find the right balance. It is yeah. it's tough. It is but tough. other but like if I have protein powder in a smoothie, it makes me very sleepy. So okay. uh, I'll do a cold brew. Oh um, yeah, 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 cold brew or like some coffee. Some uh, one thing I discovered actually is uh, when everybody was doing that instant coffee thing where they mm-hmm, whisked mm-hmm. it up um start out two tablespoons instant coffee two tablespoons hot water blend 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 Ooh. just those two gets all frothy right yeah then i add all my other smoothie ingredients so it's like i'll usually do some frozen berries i'll do some mango frozen mango oh yeah. Uh, yeah like ideally i do a blackberry blueberry raspberry blend Mm. Uh, a little bit of mango, a little bit of fresh spinach. I'll do frozen if I have to. Uh, some like a little spoonful of almond butter, a banana, uh, some co- amount of coffee, uh, one cup of like whatever, however amount of milk I need to counteract the amount of solids I've put in. Because again, like uh, I make it first thing in the morning 
and I'm very tired. So yeah. I'm very inconsistent. And it's often it'll it'll often be two smoothies uh worth of gotcha. stuff. Gotcha. So yeah, half a cup of oats. And uh yes, every once in a while, like if for some reason the mixture doesn't turn out right flavor-wise, I will pop in a little maple. Uh yeah. but usually yeah. it's a usually like the I'm able to do the like banana versus bitter thing pretty decently well. And yeah, but like if you do the froth, froth, froth with the instant coffee first, it does give the whole thing a little bit more of like a milkshake texture, which I quite sure, like. Sure, yeah. Um, I do love a smoothie. Uh, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a big fan. I, for a while, I was like into the like spirulina and uh, maca and Ooh, yeah. all the little like powder things you can add. Uh, yeah. But then I did this. So if you like it with spirulina... Since it's like spirulina is pond scum, <laughs> um, that's what it is. <laughs> sure, it is healthy yeah. for you, pond scum. It's why the <laughs> pond is so healthy, and <laughs> it's delicious. It makes your smoothie this like very exciting shade of green. But if you you do need to wash your blender immediately afterwards, like you can't even I let know. it soak. Which is what I usually do. I usually like let it soak, and then like lunchtime yeah, comes around, and I go wash my blender. Um, but you really can't let it soak with spirulina in it because uh, then your blender becomes a pond in a few hours. Oh, yeah. And it gets yeah. that pond smell. Yeah, it's a healthy smell, but it, it ain't the best smell. It's not know? a healthy smell for your blender for inside. It's not like an inside <laughs> smell. That's an outside smell. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. a swamp smell. You don't want that smell in the kitchen. And actually yeah. the worst thing that I ever did was I got it all over my sink once. So I had oh, to clean no. my entire sink and just like scrub it really hard with like vinegar and uh, baking soda. Cause I have, uh, I have respiratory problems, so I can't yeah. use harsh chemicals. <laughs> so, oh, I'm sorry. so it's okay. I'm just constantly doing the uh, uh, like fourth grade volcano experiment. I mean, that's fucking rad, actually. It's very rad, actually. It's yeah. extremely rad. Uh, I'm a big fan of baking soda and vinegar as a cleaning agent. Uh, yeah. Because it does fizz in a very satisfying way. And uh, it's got good, good scrubbing power. So I did have to do that for quite a long time to get the yeah. pond scum out of my sink. What were that's we talking fair. about? That's fair. Well, I, I think smoothie conversation is oh, actually Oh, smoothie very conversation. Relevant. Okay. I, was like, I think it's relevant be? given what oh, we watched. Oh, it's super today. relevant. I just yeah. completely forgot what we where we were and what. Oh was yeah, yeah. I, I, I just was wanted so... to. I wanted to share with you my um, uh, my incredible uh, culinary talents, uh, which uh, I, I actually I can make a couple of real things, but for the most part, in my daily life, I do a yogurt and paleo granola for breakfast alongside nice. some uh, startlingly strong cold brew. I mix like uh, the cold brew that comes with protein in it with cold brew concentrate, <laughs> <laughs> which is like probably more caffeine than I should have, but I only have one cup a day. It's just very strong. And then for most lunches during the workday, it is very much a, uh, I have some cheese. I have some delicious cheese, like deli cheese. And I make the smoothie that I already mentioned, like, Berries, protein powder, uh, almond, coconut milk, uh, that kind of thing. And then for dinner, I usually have uh, a lot of veggies and cheese. Veggies and cheese. I blend some veggies and cheese, and I eat that, and it's delicious. Uh, I also have honestly. Protein that bars. sounds like that's yeah. that sounds that's cooking. 
I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, it's like bro cooking. It's like gym bro cooking that is it, genuinely pretty healthy. Uh, but it ain't too too involved. I, I'll say that. I, uh, it, it ain't the most involved uh, form of cooking. I actually feel a great kinship with muscle bros as somebody with like debilitating depression that often leads to yeah. just like yeah. fundamental dysfunction. Um, sure. In terms of the fact that like a can of tuna with a fork. Yeah, honestly. I mean, I know you're a vegetarian, but well, like my version of that is peanut butter with with like a fork. Or peanut a, butter or is just peanut eat it butter out of the with jar. spoon is like the de- like that's the depression meal my mom taught me. Yep. Okay, Sometimes you want to make it I have? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. You want to make that real exciting? You want to make that a treat? Yeah. You can like just like put one chocolate chip on that spoon <laughs> on top of the peanut butter. <laughs> now, now. Now we're talking. Yeah. I like that a lot. Like, that is a treat. I like that a lot. (laughs) Um, That's the type of thing that I eat um, if I have, like, an early morning competition. Mm -hmm. Uh, I will have, like, a couple of hearty-ass spoons of peanut butter and then, like, a quarter cup of coffee. And that's, like, a good pre-competition meal, but only if I'm going, like, really early. Like, if I'm going to compete like later in the afternoon and not in the morning so this is funny when i was a white belt all my competitions used to be well into the afternoon into the night like we used to be like the last ones on the mat every other mat is like getting rolled up and the white belt women of my size are still going kind of thing now that i'm a blue belt i have to compete at like 9 a.m and then again at like 3 or 4 p.m so getting that early shift means i can't eat too much but I want to have a little something because I can't have coffee without a little something. I'm one of those people that needs like just something in there before just the coffee. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> anyway. I do. Yeah. Hopefully so, one day I'll be a purple belt. And then the I just wish my my divisions were closer together. You know, what is like, like the most premium time? Like, I mean, me, the I'm most not premium a morning time person. Slot, Everybody expects slot. me to be a morning person. I do so not expect not. you to be a morning person. Oh, really? I have no expectation that you're a morning person. Oh, well, thank you for like you for act like somebody who might be a morning person, but I do. I naturally expect no one to be a morning person because the concept <laughs> is so unnatural to me and like yeah. repellent. Actually, it's not yeah. repellent. I'm very jealous because my thing is I like to be awake when no one else is awake. So yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. So if I could be a, if I could wake up at like four in the morning, um, every day yeah. naturally, yeah. instead of God, f- yeah. going to sleep at four in the morning. Then I could get that really premium time. Yeah. Yeah. That pre-dawn to dawn time. I think it's like a weird expectation on athletes sometimes that we are more uh, because a lot of times competitions or races, like especially running races, those are always, not always, always, but very, very, very frequently in the morning. And I hate it. Like in college, we would train at 4 p.m. Like during preseason training, when we can go twice a day, we would train in nine in the morning and then at 4 p.m. And it would be like a spread throughout the day, but it would be a light workout in the morning. It wouldn't be too crazy. And then all my races would be on Saturday mornings. And sometimes I'd have to wake up at 5 a.m. And like, let me just tell you how much fun it's not to wake up at 5 a.m. in college. <laughs> like, I just hated it. And so my body, like having practice at 4 p.m. every day during the week meant that's when I'm at my best shape to run. Right. Like, that's when my body is like, okay, it's time to run now. Now I'm going to run really well. No, never at 9 a.m. on Saturday, you know, 
three states over when I had to wake up at 5 a.m. That's not me at my best. It's never going to be me at my best. I hate it. I'm annoyed. I'm so sorry that I'm now having a tirade against athletic. No, it's so stupid. And like, <laughs> honestly, it's like if you look at the good, like wrestling doesn't happen in the fucking morning. Right. Are you why? Like MMA doesn't like, you know, Almost UFC never. shit doesn't happen in the morning. It's only on like weird occasions. Like the Fight Island stuff is happening at weird times. Yeah, because, because that's, it's being broadcast. Because ta- they're doing yeah. time zone magic. Exactly. Like, exactly. But mostly. That doesn't count. It's at night. <laughs> mostly. <laughs> yeah. Or like late afternoon. You know, that's yeah. like a nice time. I don't think anything. Yeah. Here's, I think that I should be able to be a morning person starting immediately. And yep. also that uh, nobody should ever have to do anything in the morning. And then nobody should wake up before like nine so that yeah. my morning personness will uh, afford me uh, extra powers. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I just wish more things didn't require getting up early ever. It's like that were like physical activities. Because I'm so happy for off. you. I'm so happy for you in general that you like mostly work with people who are on the West Coast and you're on no, the East Coast. Too. So <laughs> that like, <laughs> while we're all getting up at like, you know, 8 a.m. or like, you know, really st- struggling to get up at 7. It's like already late morning for you. That's so chill. That's got to be really nice. Yeah, I'm going to I'm not going to lie. I love it. I yeah. love it. I love it. I love it. It does cause issues on the other end sometimes. But that it's usually sense. something I can get through. No problem. Yeah. Like, obviously, right now I'm working out at weird times because it's quarantine and I can and do work out at weird times. When jujitsu comes back, like, when I need to go to a class at six, that will be an issue at least a couple of days a week, but I'm sure we'll work around it. Yeah. I'll just be like, hey folks, this is gonna be a day where I have to be on East Coast hours. <laughs> and that'll be fine. And and it'll it'll be all right, you know? It'll be okay. Yeah. Wow, I'm so sorry. I took us way off. No, I took it was us good. off the track. Because you know what? You know uh, what Hiromu said? Yeah. He said, I'm gonna overturn the concept of breakfast. Yeah. And, like, wouldn't it be disrespectful of us for us to not talk about breakfast? I agree. I agree and to not talk about the concept of breakfast. And, yeah. like, yeah. And our deep feelings on it. And our deep feelings on it. I actually prefer, like, a spread. Like, the other day, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. in time. Uh, the other day when uh, we did, so, uh, I don't even know if this is, like, revealing anything. We have, like, a morning, like, we do, we check in. Every like most every morning, I try to make it most mornings. Uh, like on Google Call and just like say how what we're all doing that day. And uh, uh, two days ago, when I couldn't remember anything I was doing because I was out of Adderall, I did decide uh, <laughs> that this day where my focus was at its worst was the day I was gonna make pancakes during a meeting. <laughs> so I was <laughs> making pancakes <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> That makes me so happy. Really? It does. Yeah, that makes me so happy because it's like you're going for it, you know? You're going for a goal, a good goal <laughs> that's going to make you happy, hopefully. It did. They were like, great Hopefully they were good pancakes, you know? They were, and like, they were like the they were like the protein pancakes too. They're really oh, that's the like, best kind. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, a good protein pancake. <sighs> but like not the healthy kind. Like the kind that's full of all the good sugar. Um so it was oh, yeah. delicious. And Honestly, that's like cheat night, like perfection for me oh, yeah. is like you get lots of protein and lots of sugar and you're just like, have it all. <laughs> do you ever do this? Sometimes I do this thing, like usually with food where I'll be like, 
can't have pancakes. It's a Tuesday. Or like, (laughs) I can't make nachos. It's three in the morning. And then my, like, the part of me that actually controls what I do says, what? You aren't the boss of me. Who says I can't do that? Is that a law now? Is there some kind of law against Tuesday pancakes? Like, I'm railing against this straw man (laughs) who's decided... That like yeah, I'm doing some kind of small kitchen revolution. It's like no, fuck you. I'm like, making bro, pancakes right now. Yeah, live your life. Live that life. <laughs> I always want to go on Twitter and be like, I kind of wonder sometimes when I see posts that are like, hey, let's normalize this, or like everybody, like clap clap emoji, because uh, I do want to be like, hey, sometimes it is normal to have pancakes on a Tuesday. It's like who are you arguing <laughs> with, my man? <laughs> yourself it's hard sometimes you know you gotta fight against different parts of yourself you know you gotta be like also being isolated like does make you kind of crazy a hundred percent a hundred percent like one hundo a hundred percent it is so true i do think that that's part of the reason why there's so many more posts that are like ladies am i right all guys are named kevin owe you 25 dollars live two blocks away and can't stop talking about model trains. This seems very specific. And I really do think it's like an isolation thing that we're like, so like that feel when the fridge door beeps at you. Yeah. It's like, that's just, these are like, yeah, we're all just getting more and more and more hyper specific as we isolate. Does your fridge do that thing, though, if you leave the door open for too long where it beeps at you? It beeps at me. It's so, like, fuck you. So much. I'm considering. Shut up. I'm like, shut up, bro. I do do that, too. I, wait, do you also call your fridge bro? I do sometimes, yeah. Danielle, like, this is why we were meant to do this together. <laughs> <laughs> this is, like, fate. <laughs> I also call inanimate like, objects in my home bro when I'm mad I, I call everything bro I call like, my partner bro bro yeah I do too actually sometimes <laughs> <laughs> especially when we're rolling I'm like bro bro <laughs> so cute. how's your arm bro and they'll be like what oh, fuck <laughs> it's very good it's very good sometimes you know I like I said, I have just like embraced the Bahimbo lifestyle. Of course. The apostrophe himbo for Butch Himbo, of course. The Bahimbo life. It is called to me and I've called back saying I accept bro. Uh with my arms outstretched. You That's know? so beautiful. With arms That's wide like, open. With arms wide open, you accepted the himbo <laughs> lifestyle the Bahimbo, <laughs> bahimbo lifestyle, life. bro. <laughs> Oh, we didn't even get to the second video oh, that we watched, it's a delight. which is an absolute joy, um, <sighs> which is Hiromu Takahashi doing like a makeup tutorial video, um, but he clearly does not know how to use makeup. And there's a, a voice kind of off screen coaching him through some of it, who's presumably who's filming it. Um, and like, it's really a testament to how charming he is that it's this like 13 minute video of him putting on makeup and talking that I can't understand a word of is so endearing and like enjoyable. Um, And I don't know, there's just something like this really 
like there is a comedy element to him not being great at makeup yes. and like the foundation doesn't match his skin tone but like he's doing his best he is not like making fun of make he's not like making fun of any aspect of this he's just like like it yeah or at least it doesn't seem like it because again i can't understand anything he's fucking saying but the vibes are great uh and he ends up looking really cute at the end he does. <laughs> and he like he does the thing cute. where he holds yeah. up each item to the camera and like puts his hand behind it so it'll come into focus. Yep. Which is like a, like a thing that uh, makeup YouTubers do. And yeah. And like he really goes for it. He does like liquid eyeliner, which is I've been wearing makeup uh probably for twenty something over twenty years, yeah. and like yeah. liquid eyeliner is always tough liquid eyeliner is an art liquid eyeliner is like you change one like you you perfect like one style of doing it then you try to do it slightly differently and then you fuck up it's very hard he does fucking false eyelashes that he glues onto his eyeballs face like (laughs) he's really like he really goes for it and he does his best and it's super endearing and adorable and he looks so cute I got the sense from this. So at first, I didn't understand what was going on, um, and then I, I then I, I clearly understood. Even though I know nothing about makeup, uh, I understood after a few moments of what was going on. I got the sense from this that like somebody thought it would be a cool idea if he tried like all the different types of YouTube videos, like oh. do a makeup video, you know, like do a, a model, you know, like a like a Gundam model, <laughs> do a, a Lego build, do a makeup video. And he's just like, yeah, I'm going to do it and and went for it. And that was a joy and a delight. And it was a uh, it was just nice to see him. Maybe that is what he's doing. And then look real cute at the end. He looked very cute at the end. Yeah, of really pretty. Like the red eye makeup with the like the match the dress. And he had like a dress on at the end. Yeah. There's also one he was, where he's... He was a, rocking it. I think there's one where he's... There's also one where he's, uh, like, trying to confront a dead tarantula um, without making a face. So maybe he is doing that. Maybe he is just, like, doing every single YouTube video type. That's very good uh, analysis. Yeah. That's what... I mean, that's just... That was just my guess. That's all I got, you know? But... No. I think that's... I think that's very possible. Uh, yeah, he's got, like a bunch of videos and I haven't watched any of them and I really fucked up. I, he, he started the channel like deep in the Corona times. Um, yeah. And I was just kind of like, what I actually was doing was I was like, I know I'm going to need this at some point. So I'm not going to watch it until I'm very sad. Yeah. Which is yeah. something I do often with content that like, I know is going to mean a lot to me, but it's not the right time. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. So yeah, you gotta, you gotta pick that little bit of joy when you need it. And you gotta be, you gotta be like judicious about when you're picking the joy, you know? Yeah. So yeah, you do. That's very fair. (sighs) Well, he's a delight. Do you want to move on to the the next portion? He's a delight. Want to watch a fight? (laughs) He's a delight. Want to watch a fight? Yes, I do. (laughs) Want to watch some punching? I'm writing that down. Uh, um, So, I picked a fight from this weekend, and I'm I'm not going to go too far into, into the fight. I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory on why I picked this one. So 
this is an interesting weekend of fights. So we we did watch an Irene Aldana fight uh, last week uh, going into her fight with Holly Holm. And Holly Holm had a real nice win. She actually looked great uh, for the first time in a little bit uh, in her in her bout there. So that was that was pretty cool. And that was pretty interesting. And then Jermaine Durandamy here, the Iron Lady. So backstory, she's been doing this for a long time. She is my age. She's 36. Nice. She was in like Strike Force, which was like, <laughs> a amazing MMA promotion from, you know, the the sort of like mid-aughts, I guess you could say, was the, the sort of the time of Strike Force. Before that, she was an undefeated kickboxer. Like incredible, incredible kickboxer. Uh and she is Dutch. She is a Dutch lady uh, of uh, Dutch and Suriname's uh, descent. Uh, really just an interesting kind of cool person who I've been watching for a really long time. Now, she does have some controversies on her uh, on her fight card there. Uh, she did have some late punches in a, ban- in a bout with Holly Holm, uh, which is like, frankly... I think that's the rematch everybody wants to see is her mm. and Holly Holm together. Uh, she did win their first fight and she was the first featherweight champion in the UFC. Oh, wow. Ever. Okay, cool. Uh, so she's she's real good. Uh, she was, however, stripped of that belt and went back down to bantamweight. And here she is at bantamweight. Uh, it, it had to do with a whole bunch of shit. And people have said she was like ducking Chris Cyborg. And she said things about like, I don't want to fight Cyborg if she has these performance enhancing drug uh, basically accusations and all sorts of shit happened. Uh, but here she is at Bantamweight looking better than ever. Uh, and she has, in fact, fought Amanda Nunes twice. Uh, she's lost both times. Although last time she only lost by, I mean, it was a unanimous decision, but it wasn't like a, a knockout. She lost by first round knockout the first time they fought. Uh, but yeah, she last time she fought uh, before today was December 2019 for the bantamweight title uh, with Amanda Nunes, which is the last time I think that Amanda Nunes fought. So pretty fucking awesome. And she had this really just decisive victory. Uh, and it was really, really fun because Julianne Pena, who she, she's fighting here, had some good moves. She had completed takedowns in, I think, almost every round here. Um, it did some great stuff. So it wasn't like a one-way kind of kind of fight, but the Iron Lady just had it in her, and she finishes in the third round with a, a submission, her first submission win in MMA, which I think is amazing. It makes me truly happy to see somebody who's been doing this forever. Again, one of the pioneers of women's MMA, somebody who's been doing this for so, 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 so long. She's 36, and here she is still on the top of her game getting her first submission win. It's like she's learning new tricks, you know what I mean? Like, it's a just such a cool and awesome thing. So I won't belabor it anymore. I want to know what you thought of uh, the Iron Lady, <coughs> Jermaine Durandamy, and this, I thought this was really exciting. Like, I liked the mixture of striking and grappling. There are parts yeah. where they are getting tangled up in grappling that like I couldn't figure out whose leg was whose. <laughs> like I literally had to like pause and like, you know, try and do like a like do you remember those puzzles? Those like yep. uh, those like that you do like on a menu, a kid's menu or something on a, like a paper placemat where you have to like yeah. trace the, the squiggly line. Like I was doing that with people's with like their legs. Like, okay, well, she's got this tattoo and so that's her leg. So this is here and like <laughs> just really cool really exciting also like uh i have a kind of a proud thing uh to tell you about so a friend of mine uh who writes 
fanfic asked me about MMA stuff. <gasps> and I was actually able to give them like some basic answers. Oh my God. Yeah. Elby, I'm so proud. That's like, this is like, that's like the pinnacle of my knowledge feeling helpful and useful to me is getting to tell a friend writing a fanfic about like guard. <laughs> That makes me so happy. Also, I was like, Daniel's going to be so proud because I told him about guard and triangle. Exactly. Those are my favorite. Well, triangles are my, like, my favorite thing ever. And like, Wait, uh, yeah, like the squeezy, the leg squeezy around the, the middle. Oh, oh I'm, I'm so like, Yeah, no, you can like, like, you can fuck somebody up from, uh, from being on the floor. And they're like, oh, really? Okay. That does it. I'm like, yeah, no, you can. So. So happy. I'm yeah. so happy about It's like this. leg strength. Like strength, like strength. And, and like, oh, wow. And it's and it's just like a perfect example here of of Jermaine getting this submission and she looked so like happy about she it. And did, also but like <laughs> it was like really a nice a nice face and nice smile and like a Yeah. Yeah. Just like I she think does she have tells that. the ref. Like I think she says, I think she's out or something. The ref <laughs> checks. You know, does the right yeah. thing, checks immediately. Sees that uh, Pena is, is taking a little napsy and uh, calls off the fight, which is like, that's the right thing to do. That's good. Like, everybody did their job here. Uh, it was a good thing. <laughs> and Pena She does was have this, totally like, very okay. grizzled veteran vibe also. Yeah, like, she when sure she is. just moves around and, like, uh, it's, yeah. just, it's also just so cool to see people who are, like, you know, not super, like, I'm not that 36 is old, but like in the sports I mean, world okay. for women. <laughs> yeah. Like, and also like in wrestling, like a 36 year old woman is like old, yeah. which is wild because like a 36 year old man is not old in wrestling, in pro wrestling. I don't know if yeah, you that. Yeah, that makes that. me angry. Yeah. It's, it's very, boy. very bad. Uh, angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sucks. Yeah. And Holly Holm, I think is 38. So two of <sighs> the older vets on this card uh, in this weight class, one. And now Juliana Pena is not, like, 12. I think she is 31. So it's not like this was, like, a... Oh, wait, oh. no, she's 31. You know, who else is 31, though? Who else is 31? LB Hunk Tears, so... Oh, shit, okay. Yeah. Oh, so this was us fighting? This was us fighting. <laughs> 36-year-old versus 31-year-old. No, no, I'm just kidding. I, it was, like, a... Yeah, I don't know. I As an aging athlete... AA athlete, uh, an old athlete. Maybe an OA is more appropriate. Old athlete. <clears throat> it warms my tiny heart when I see uh, athletes still going this hard and this strong in their what would what people would consider to be older for this sport. Because this is a brutal fucking sport. It's not a great one to be in when you're older, obviously. Uh, so seeing that, especially seeing, uh, you know. Folks like Jermaine Durandamy and Marion Renault and in Holly Holm, like just fucking killing it and crushing it, uh, and being athletic and looking strong, uh, you know, a little older than a lot of people compete in this sport. It just it makes me real happy. It makes me think, hey, maybe there's a little hope out there, a little shred of hope. You know, you gotta give him hope, LB. You gotta yeah. give him a little bit of hope. I'm a big fan of hope. Trust me. Like, yeah. as somebody who was up all night thinking about Hereditary and uh, <laughs> thinking about how. Uh, 2020 just kind of feels like hereditary of the year. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I love some hope. I love some hope on any in any context. Ah, uh, yeah. 
I agree. I actually am probably going to give this fight another watch after we're done because I was so tired watching it and like scrubbing through it again. Now, as we're talking, I'm realizing like I missed a bunch of stuff. Like some of these takedowns, like some of these takedowns are really like look really impressive. And I kind of want to take another good ass takedowns and really good defensive wrestling uh, from the Iron Lady here. She does. She stuffs. Uh, a few things in the, especially towards the end of the first round, she's doing amazing defensive wrestling, and then Pena gets a takedown in the actual last second. Like, That's so like, cool. They land on their butts like as the bell is ringing, which always makes me kind of happy. Is like guided in before the bell. Like, so oh that yeah, was a, that's a huge. real point for Pena. Yeah, I mean that's like a big that's like a big pro wrestling thing, right? The like getting it in there before the time limit. Like we watched. Uh, I mean that's like the whole gimmick of the uh, the Moxleyano match is like getting into yeah. the getting back into the ring before the count's over. Um, but like you, a lot of the time when they do that, it's. Uh, you know, it's either a 10 count or a 20 count. And like, they don't go in until the very last second for the drama. Right. But like, this is real and they get it at the very last second. Yeah. (laughs) And so it's just natural drama. And that's very exciting. I love natural drama. It's a, it's a funny thing from my own sparring that uh, Vicky and I laugh at all the time that I will often get like a great position. Like, Oh, delicious. Like I'll get their back or I'll, I'll get something just awesome that I could really do a lot with. And then we'll hear the, the 10 second warning bell and I'll just be like fucking hell and they just laugh at me because they're just like haha asshole you only have 10 seconds what are you gonna do uh and I would never crank anything or do anything harsh frankly with my trading partner and partner um so genuinely we just like laugh it off and I'm just like you asshole you know kind of thing because it happens to be so often that it's like a meme in my own relationship. I guess it's a meme now on this podcast because I'm telling you about it, but it's always happening. Constantly, constantly, constantly. I'll be like, oh, I felt so hard and, and here I am. I'm in this perfect position. Ding, ding, ding. And I'm like, oh, fuck you. God damn it. So yeah, it always uh, blesses my heart when I see it in in a real fight. It's as well. exciting. No, it's yeah. good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Makes me happy. Well, I think we have gone through some fun things that make us happy today. And I, I, yeah. I think I'm ready to, to start closing up, uh, unwrapping the knuckles and closing up shop here. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to chat about about this fight? Or, or shall, we, shall we begin wrapping up? Honestly, I was just feeling myself, like, feeling, starting, my mind was wandering to a pessimistic place. So I think this is a good place to stop. Okay. All right. Before any of that bad stuff happens... I want to thank you all (laughs) for listening, and we hope you enjoyed your combat sports entertainment journey with us. Thank you so much to Jordan Mallory for producing. Jordan, I feel like we should give you, like, a good, um, like, a fighting title for producing this podcast, like a black belt in production, you know, kind of thing, like... Thank you, Jordan. Professor, you know, we call uh, black belts professors in jiu-jitsu, so we can say, like, thank you, Professor Jordan. If you like that, if you don't like that, we can also change that. I would never call somebody a nickname they don't like. Okay, good. Jordan likes that. So thank you uh, to Professor Jordan here uh, for producing. Thank you, Professor Jordan. And thanks for all the (laughs) Girls' Generation gifts you always send us. Yeah, thank you just for being here and for giving us good commentary and doing fact check. Jordan, you are a black belt in producing, and and we appreciate you. So thank you very much. Uh, If you appreciate us, please do rate and review our podcast. Tell a friend about it. You know, uh, send it to your training partners or your friends that you watch pro wrestling with. Be like, hey, you want to listen to something cool? Here's the Fan Fight Podcast. Because you know what? 
that's how we get most of our listeners. So mm -hmm. please do that if you uh, have a moment to do so. Uh, and thank you so much again. You can listen to all of our shows at fanbyte.com slash podcasts. Uh, we're doing a lot of extra horror movies uh, and horror content in general on the You Love to See It feed, which also includes You Love to Scream It. And we're doing things that are not exactly horror, but a little bit Halloween-y, like uh, for example, this week we had a uh, Goosebumps. You love to see it. So things that aren't too scary and then things that are pretty scary. Look for Hereditary, as we had mentioned earlier. I think that'll be on Monday, most likely. Uh, so, yeah, you can also skip that one if you don't like scary stuff. But if you do, go if you don't give like a listen. Just a hopelessness and trauma. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we've got good stuff coming up after that that's less yeah. uh, miserable. But if you like to just feel bad. If you like to feel that, if you'd like to dive we in, we got the show for you. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, I had a lot of fun. Like uh, Daniel, I love talking to you about stuff. Oh my god, LB, I love talking to you about stuff. Both, you know, goofy things and and funny things. We like have run the gamut this week. Yeah, we're really <laughs> all over. Like <laughs> done it all. Really, like, delightful shit, and then like some semi. You know, I wouldn't call fighting goofy usually. Uh, so that's kind of in the middle there. And then true, true horrors uh, in discussing Hereditary. So we really, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Thanks for being my bro. You know, can I call you thank my bro? Thank you for being my bro. You are my bro, Danielle. <gasps> oh my God. Thank you. We are bros for sure. We're bros of pods. Bros of pods together. <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> it is beautiful. Thank you. Thanks for being my bro. Thank and you for being my bro. Listeners, thanks for being our bros too. Yeah, and you, know, you can follow us. You can follow us on Twitter at Fanbyte Media and Fanfight, F A N F Y T E, on TikTok at Fanbyte, and of course on Fanbyte.com. And you can watch our streams. You can you can be a bro on Twitch and go to twitch.tv slash fanbyte. And of course, you can check out all of our good wrestling coverage at fanbyte.com slash wrestling. LB, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Hunk Tears. And I just want to reiterate, like, fanbyte.com slash wrestling. Uh, our wrestling coverage. We have just, we just turned one year old. Uh, yes. I'm so proud of the section. We, I mentioned Emily Pratt um, earlier because she is the one who turned me on to these Aroma videos. Her New Japan coverage is, I think, the best New Japan coverage online, at least that exists in a language I can speak. Um, sure, sure, sure. Her recaps, she's recapping the G1 right now. It's awesome. Every recap has like a breakdown of points and all her recommended matches. Uh, Colette Arend and uh, Martin Douglas are going back and forth. They like uh, take turns every week recapping AEW. Uh, Doug, uh, Martin, Martin Douglas goes by Martin Douglas and Douglas Martin which is very confusing, gotcha. but gotcha. he's really gotcha. smart and really good at writing. He's got a great series going right now about Hangman Page. Uh, Colette's got her weekly column. That's fantastic. Uh, we've got features like it's, I'm so proud of the section. I did like a whole thread thinking everybody I work with regularly. Like I, I just love working with these people. I love publishing this writing. Um, I am incredibly proud that, and like feel very privileged to get to do this. Aww. So yeah. Well, I'm incredibly proud of the sites. I'm incredibly proud of the, well, the section, sorry. not I'm, I'm proud of the whole site. But I'm also incredibly proud of the you're, section. You're the, you're the, you're the chief. You're the, the site bro chief. bro in chief. That's the my bro true in title. Chief. Bro in chief. <laughs> the editor and bro. Editor and bro for us all. And I'm, I'm so proud of it. I'm so excited that we do this. 
I'm ex- I'm so excited that we have uh, th- this whole section, and there's been such a just incredible amount of great stuff on it uh, lately and always. And LB, you do such a good job, so thank you. Thank, thank you. you for doing an amazing job with curation and editing and putting great stuff up. I think it's fucking awesome. That's what I think. That's the bro and chief's professional opinion. It's fucking Thanks, awesome. Bro. Oh, no problem, bro. <laughs> if anybody wanted to find me online, you can find me at Danielle R.I. I'll probably tweet a lot more sparring pictures and or post sparring pictures of my dog where we play with toys after we spar. That's fun. It's a good time. If we survive Gumby Day, that is. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing. Uh, we might not. And if we don't, it's okay, because then we went out on a high note. You know what I'm saying? That's like, true. We, we, that we'll, we'll go out as we lived. <laughs> Appreciating Gumby. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Uh, let's do a, oh God, how about like a Gumby fighting sound? Is there like a Gumby fighting sound that we could do? Sure. Or is there a different sound effect? No, Gumby's good. I actually am pretty familiar with Gumby. Okay. All right. One, two, three. Meow. Meow. Meow.